I want to just emphasize through the scriptures the need for us to continue with prayers. And the scripture that I would like to refer to is Luke chapter 18. This is a parable that Jesus gave, which we often quote many times, but we sometimes forget and we don't practice it. And he spake a parable unto them to this head that men ought always to pray and not to lose heart or to faint. King James says to faint, saying there was in a city a judge which feared not God, neither regarded man, and there was a widow in that city, and she came unto him, saying, A fetch me of mine adversaries, and he would not for a while, but afterward he said within himself, Though I fear not God, nor regard man, yet because this widow troubleth me, I will avenge her, lest my, by her continual coming she weary me. And the Lord said, Hear what the unjust judge saith. And shall not God avenge his own elect, which cry day and night unto him, though he bear long with them? I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he fight faith on earth. I'd like us to read the same from the Amplified Fashion. If you can project that very quickly. Also, Jesus told them a parable to the effect that they ought always to pray and not to turn coward or faint, lose heart, and give up. Please note the many description of what to faint or what not to pray leads to. It is to faint or to turn coward. In other words, if you don't pray, that's why I like various versions. I don't know where they got this one from. <laughs> but it's like, if you do not pray, then you turn coward. So all prayerless people are coward. And nobody wants to be called a coward, okay? Um, he said, in a certain city, there was a judge who neither reverence and feared God, nor respected or considered man. Terrible judge. Doesn't fear God at all and has no regard for human. I told the people in the, in the past service, I think the only thing he feared probably, because he doesn't fear God, he doesn't fear men, he probably fears animals. Because he must be fearing something. But this is the type of judge. And uh, you, you, you wonder, what type of judge is this? We're supposed to preside over people's cases and situations and provide justice and legal protection. But he has no respect for them. But we are told there was a widow in that city who kept coming to him and saying, 
protect and defend and give me justice against my adversaries. Next. And for a time he would not, but later he said to himself, Though I have neither reverence or fear for God, nor respect or consideration for men, yet because this widow continues to bother me, I will defend and protect and avenge her, lest she give me intolerable annoyance and wear, and out of her continual coming, all at the last she come and rail on me, or assault me, or strangle me. At least there are some things he feared, eh? He even fears that this woman can assault him and strangle him. So that is clearly that this man feared death, isn't it? <laughs> Let's continue with anything. Then the Lord said, listen to what the unjust judge says. And will not our just, I like that, there is an unjust judge, but we have our just God. Amen? Who is also a judge, isn't it? And will not our just God defend and protect? And I like that. He not only, not, 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 he's going beyond. He will defend. He will protect. And then he will avenge. Hallelujah. He's elect. Are you his elect? Then... He will defend and protect and avenge you. Hallelujah. Because you are his chosen one. Who cry to him, please note, who cry to him day and night. So there's a cry that is coming out of this person whom God is going to defend, protect, and avenge for. There is a continuous cry that is coming from this person. It is happening during the day. It is happening during the night. So how long is it taking? How continuous it is? It is throughout, isn't it? And remember, first one, Jesus would say what? Man ought always to pray and not faint or lose heart or collapse or become cowards. So the message here is that men, because the, the whole reason about the parable is that sentence up there. Men ought always to pray and not to, to faint. The story about the widow and the judge it is to emphasize the need for men to be in prayers continuously. Always. Praise God. And it doesn't matter the situation. We are given a very good example. When someone is in need, praise God, what drives them is that need. 
And what they are looking for is the answer for that need. And if they know that if they have to travel to Kisum to get the answer, they will travel to Kisum. If they are told that this need can only be met in Singapore, they will look for resources to go to Singapore. It is true. And even non-believers, mainly, let me put it that way, they are the worst. If they are told for this need to be met, you got to go to a certain witch doctor in Nigeria, although you are cabinet minister. They will travel to Nigeria. And at night, they will crawl, they will go to the witch doctor. And if they are told, stripe naked, they will. I'm telling you. They will. They will do anything. Human being will do anything to get his need met. It may be financial, it may be political, it may be power that they are looking for. It may be protection, and mainly most of the time it is protection, it is security. Because men live in great fear of the unknown. And the known, and especially Africans, we fear a lot. Not that the whites do not fear, they also have their share of fear. But theirs is not as pronounced as ours. We fear death, and we actually not, we don't fear death more than, we, than the way we fear which doctors. Kurogwa. <laughs> I hope that nobody here has an irisi died in somewhere that no, no <laughs> that if we, we tell you to untie you will tell us excuse me first let me go to the to the washroom because of where it is tied seriously speaking you see very respected learned people but they have something tied somewhere some of, some of them will tell you this was tied here by my grandmother it cannot be removed. It's my protection. Because we live in fear. But if we are told today that if you travel to this and this place, your problem will sorted, we will go. This woman knew this man is unjust. But he is a judge in the city. He is the only one who can help me. And if he is the only one who can help me, if I stay here with my problem, no one else will help me. And we don't know what, what had happened. The Bible says she's a widow. She may have, of course, she had lost her husband. We don't know whether her properties had also been taken by the in-laws. Thank you. That's another thing that we do. Instead of sympathizing with this woman that had been left, we are quickly... We quickly go there to pick what our brothers has left. Forgetting that your brother had children. So if you are in that habit, if you belong to those nations that do that, please from today, stop. So this, may be what has, may, this, is, this is what may have happened. Her properties may have been taken. And more so, even her children may have been taken. Because in the custom of the Jews, if you are in debt and you are unable to pay, your children are taken as slaves to work for the person until such a time when they will feel that the debt is paid. They may return them or retain them forever. And therefore she needed help. And where does she get help? 
from the judge. The judge is unjust. The judge does not fear God. He has no respect or consideration for any human beings. More so a widow. But she is in need. Her need drove her to go and seek help. Have you gotten to that situation or that point where your need drives you to go and seek help? And you can't stop until you get help. Brethren, that's what prayer is supposed to do. The tool is prayer. That you drive us. We will feel we cannot stop praying. We cannot stop calling day and night until our just God hears our prayers and answers us. Yes, there may be delay. But eventually, he will answer. Him, he is not like this fellow. He answered this woman because he feared. Something told him. And I thank God, the way God deals with us. God put a lot of fear in the judge because God wanted this woman helped. Amen? I'm sure she had cried to God. But she knew this is the person now who needs to sign whatever the document for justice to be served and her legal protection. And in her cry, God deals with this man. Puts a lot of fear in him and she, he starts seeing this widow, helpless widow, coming in at night to strangle him. <laughs> and he said, if I don't affect her, this is what will happen to me. And quickly, do you know that God will mobilize all the resources to defend you? Because you are his child. It doesn't matter. They can turn against you. In thousands, whatever. But God will just decide tonight. You're not going to sleep. I'm going to disturb you until you wake up. And in the process, you are seeing the same person strangling you. <laughs> Thank God. And the woman got what she wanted. Amen? But the lesson is, if the unjust people can do that, how much more is our just God willing to answer us when we pray? And we are told, He will do it speedily. Amen? He will do it speedily. Because He is just and He is our God. Can there be some delays? Yes. But God still says He will do it speedily because as far as God is concerned, He is outside time. So it's only you who knows that this situation has taken two days, it has taken two years, it has taken three years. As far as God is concerned, when He answers, He answers speedily. Praise God. And you are sorted. So the message here is, do not give up. That's why He said, I go back to verse 1. Man ought always to pray and not to faint or lose heart. Why would he say that? And I say, because if we are to look at what Jesus is saying, it means then, if we stop praying, what will happen to us? If you do not pray, then you lose heart. And you faint. And when you faint, you will collapse. And you may die. 
allow me to to read the definition of what faint the word faint means i checked it in the dictionary i know we 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 have we know the 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 the, the general meaning but this is what the the dictionary says this word faint is synonymous to indistinct vague and clear indefinite ill-defined obscure imperceptible hundred noticeable hundred detectable and many more then can you imagine that if you do not pray if you are to substitute faint with the word faith then what are you if you are not a prayerful person then the dictionary says you are fake, isn't it? You are unclear. Your life will be unclear. You will be ill-defined. You will be hundred noticeable because something faint is hundred noticeable, isn't it? When a picture is faint, we are trying to find out what it is. You try to get there to try to understand what was this meant to be. Was it a picture? And you are saying, no, no, this cannot be Kevin. No, 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 this is... No, 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 it's only that the picture and someone is trying to write, you know, the picture is only that it is faint. Yes, if it is faint, then it is ill-defined. It is unclear. Do you know that many of us, we are living unclear life, ill-defined. We are fake in our characters. Nobody can be able to say exactly who we are. Because in our lives, there is an ingredient lacking. That is prayer. And this is what the world has lost through the church, of course. Because what we have today, we have religion in church. We don't want to have church anymore. We have become religious. Our prayers are also religious. They are well coordinated. They are written. We no longer pray from the heart. This woman did not go to the judge with a script written. All judge of the city. One does, that does not fear God. Has no regard for humanity. All wicked judge. This is I coming with this and this. No, 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 no. She went with an anguish in her spirit. That is what provoked the judge. It is the cry that was coming from the inside. This is what prayer is. Prayer is not standing on a street like the Pharisees and uttering some whatever. Jesus would give an example of a Pharisees and the other one was what? A Samaritan. This is a Samaritan, yes. And the two went to pray. And the Pharisees stood in the temple praying. The Samaritan knelt in a corner. He could not even be able to look up. But the Pharisees, we are told, he looked up and smiled. And he said, God, you know me. I am a Pharisee. I am a holy person. I am not like these babblers. I am not like the Republicans. 
I'm not like the tax collectors. I pray. I give tithe. You have no choice but to answer your Pharisees. But the Samaritan was on his knees. He could not even look up. He reflected into his life and his soul. He was broken. He saw his sins. He saw his wickedness. He was crying and asking for forgiveness. With tears. And it is written. Among the two. Who went home? Whom did God answer? Whom did God hear? He said the Pharisees went home the way he came. With his arrogance and his pride. But it is said. The Samaritan went home justified. With joy. Because he has been forgiven. Why? Because he was broken. There was an anguish coming out of the, of the heart. It's the anguish. It is the cry. It is the pain in you. That provokes the answers. Amen. Prayer is a serious business. The absence of it. Is losing heart. It is giving up. It is being unclear. And fake. Nobody will ever understand you. Or know why you are going through what you are going. But when you pray. You change the narrative. You provoke the heaven. The just God will answer. And Matthew would write. And there was this question. Again, it's Jesus. Ask this question. Who among you, a father or a mother, when a child asks you for bread, would give a stone? Or when he asks for a fish, you would give a scorpion or a snake? And he said, none. We don't do that. If your son asks for bread, even if he has annoyed you, you provide bread, you do not throw a stone to him, isn't it? If he asks for fish, you do not throw a scorpion to him or a snake. You give them. And he said, if we, men, who are unjust, like this just, unjust judge, knows how to give good things or good gifts to our children, how much more is our Father in heaven willing to give us the Holy Spirit if we ask. And you know what? You know, he didn't say how much more is so our Father in heaven willing us to give us bread and, and fish and, and cars and houses. He says to give us the Holy Spirit. Praise God. Do you know what that means? It's God coming to dwell in you. That if we ask him, he is more than willing we needed bread, my, my good friend Dr. Molongo. We needed a job. But instead of just giving us a job, he comes to dwell in us. Because when he dwells in us, the need for a job is sorted out. Because he will provide that job. Amen? If it's sickness, he will provide that, that healing. Because he dwells in us. And this is what the Lord is saying. Then men, ought always to pray and not to, to faint. That word faint in Hebrew Bible the word is called differ which means 
to flow away. You're getting it. Where are you flowing away from who? From what? You are flowing away from the Father in heaven, isn't it? So if you do not pray, you will flow away from His presence. You will be alone, wandering in the desert, alone, where there is no provision. This is what prayer, lack of prayer means. So if you are not praying, you are flowing away. And if you want to, to understand, why is it that you are not stable in your walk with the Lord? You know? Now you know why. You are flowing away. Why are you not at peace? Because you are flowing. You've been flowing away. Slowly flowing away. And when things flow away, you know, unless they are arrested to be brought back to where they belong, they will be lost, isn't it? The Lord does not want any one of us to, to, to get lost. None of us should be flowing away from Him. We should be in Him and staying together with Him. Hallelujah. If he moves, we move with him. If he stops, we stop with him. Whatever we need, he is our provider. That's why you cannot stop praying. You need to continue to pray. Don't say the seven weeks are over. That was just something to provoke you to seriously enter into a season of prayer. Why? Again, do I say this? Jesus was so concerned at the end of that verse, he asked a question. When the Son of Man comes back, will he fight faith or not? Why faith? Because without faith, you cannot be able to present it. It's faith that drives you to go to the person that has an answer to you. What drove this woman to go to this unjust judge? Though wicked and fearful as he was, she had a lot of faith that he has what I need. And though he is unjust, I will still push. Now, for us, our God is not unjust. We don't need to go to him with a lot of fear. You know? We go to him as his children. And he is willing to answer us. And there is no way we can be able to get to him without faith. As the Bible says, without faith, it is impossible to please Him. The reason why the world is not at peace today is because there is no more faith on earth. Why? Because people stopped calling on God. And therefore, they, well, they, they flew away. There was a falling away from Him. And that's why we have a world that is unstable, insecure, evil, wicked. Human beings no longer cares for each other human beings. We want to steal everything for ourselves and leave the rest of us with nothing because there is no fear of God in us. There is no faith on earth. But you and I can change that narrative. We can purpose when he comes. There will be faith on earth. Because as long as I am on earth, I am going to, main, to maintain faith. Okay? I am going to be prayerful. I am not going to faint. I will not stop calling upon the name of the Lord. Irrespective of what is happening. I have a relationship with him. 
He is a just judge and God. Hallelujah. The opposite of not praying always is fainting. I'm sure you have ever seen somebody who has fainted. Whatever it is. Yeah? Somebody who faints needs help, isn't it? If help doesn't come quickly, they can lose their life. We don't want to get to that level. Why would Jesus and, and, and you know let's 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 understand this. Jesus would have used another word, but why did he use that word? He was trying to emphasize the importance of prayer. Because the absence of prayer is actually men fainting. Losing heart. And when it gets to a level where man gives up, Peter, you know, we've got to a situation where the men have given up, they have lost heart, they have lost hope. Then that society is completely lost. Because men are the custodians of security. They are the provider of security. They are the representative of God. When we get to that level where we have lost hope, then where else can we turn to? That is why we must arise as a church. Amen? And if there is no one else, else, else praying then, let it be you. Amen? Don't say our church is no longer prayerful. Because we are quick to say, our church, you know, we stopped praying. The church stopped praying. Okay, the worship team nowadays is, what about you? It began with you in your house. Because if you maintain your position, praise God, all of us then will maintain our position. Praise the Lord. So, man ought always to pray and not to faint. Man ought always to pray and not to flow away from God. Man ought always to pray. Because if you don't pray, Kevin, you'll not be Kevin, you'll be fake. It will not be clear whether this is Kevin or is an example of Kevin or something that used to resemble Kevin. Have you ever met somebody, you look at that person and you say, ah, is that so and so? And especially people that were believers. And you meet them after some time, they have left the Lord. And you look at them, even the figure has changed. And you are looking at that, because that person has no glory at all. Now I'm serious. I've seen people that I, we used to walk with. Some of them we used to minister with. They left the Lord. I meet a guy in the street and like, is that so and so? He doesn't look like he is the one. Yeah? The glory is gone. Prayer keeps you next to the Lord. Where there is glory. You do not want to flow away from the glory. Please keep there. Stay there. 
Keep praying. Keep calling. It's not in vain. And don't give up. Don't lose hope. God has promised. He will answer you speedily. And please understand what that means. I say, look, with God, he, he operates outside time. Because he's not controlled by time. Time is us who created it. So that we can be able to tell which from which season and which season. God does not operate with time. He doesn't say, now my clock, oh, I'm getting late. God doesn't get late. Amen? And if it's like that, then that need that you have, although it has taken according to you, not according to God, you probably ask God, God, can you remind me how long this matter has taken before you are thrown? You look at you and say, hey, I thought it has just appeared. Because to you, it's been there for a very long time. To him, yeah, he has seen it. Still, you have seen it. Meaning, I'm working on it. Wait. Be patient. This lady did not give up. She was patient. She was persistent. She continued to knock. She continued to ask. Prayer is continuous. We never give up in calling upon the name of the Lord. We never say now we are satisfied, we have had enough. You will never get to that level. If you get to that level where you feel you do not need to ask anything from God, then know that you have started falling away. Because prayer, the more you get to Him, the more you desire to get more. The more you cry to Him, the more you increase the voice to cry. If you want to know whether you are prayerful, you know, it is the intensity. Do you feel like you want to continue? Because the more you pray, the more you desire to pray. The more you set time for prayer, the more you feel that this time is not sufficient. But if you are struggling, saying, eh, eh, I'm taking too much time. No, 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 something is not right. When the Son of Man comes back, will he fight faith on earth? Ask yourself that question. When he comes back, will he fight faith in me? Will I maintain faith? Do I still call upon him? Because those people who call upon him cannot lose faith. Because it is through faith that they call upon the name of the Lord. And through faith he is pleased and glorified. So shall we call upon the name of the Lord? Shall we continue praying? Are we stopping to pray? No, we are not stopping to pray. We have just started. Please, continue now on your own. Set time. We picked a week where ladies prayed. We picked a week where men prayed. Now pick your week of prayer. And of course, if you pick your week for prayer, it means it will be continuous week. Okay? But at least at minimum, set a day of prayer and fasting. Amen? That doesn't mean that the other six days you are not praying. Because the Bible has just warned us. We ought to pray always. So which means we are praying even when we are listening to me. I hope someone is praying. 
You are praying even when you are walking. You are praying when you are driving. You are praying when you are working. You are in that mood of prayer. There is communication between you and God. There is interaction. You are interacting with God. Because prayer is again interacting with God. You have developed that art. That even when you are not supposed to be praying, people will not think that you are praying. You are actually praying. You may be looking at me, but you are interacting with God. Now, interacting with God does not mean that you are always telling him something. Two people who love each other went like these two that are seated here. When they look at each other, there is interaction. There is communication. They are not saying anything. Praise God. You know what I mean, isn't it? That's exactly what happens. When you interact with God, when you get to that level, you know, there is a relationship, an intimate relationship with Him. You interact with Him without saying anything. Praise God. Even when you are driving, you are interacting with Him. You are in tune with Him always. Amen? And therefore, you are praying always. Man ought always to pray and not to faint. May God help you and help me to pray always and not to faint. Let's stand on our feet. Will you take the charge? Will you pray without ceasing, without fainting? Now you know the danger of not praying. You don't want to faint because if you faint, you may not wake up. There may be nobody to help you to rise up. So keep, keep praying. Why don't you take a minute and just call upon the name of the Lord in your own language. Call upon the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. My Father who art in heaven, I call upon your name, for there is no other name on earth or in heaven that is above your name. You alone, you are my God. You alone, you are my Father. All my needs are known by you. I come to you today. Help me to pray. Help me to seek your face day and night. Help me not to tire, O oh Lord, to call upon your name. Help me to keep away from those things that will distract me from calling upon your name. Lord, I pray that in this house we will call upon your name. I pray that anyone, everyone in this house even in their private times, Lord, they will call upon your name. And Father, I pray that you may give them the strength, the power, the anointing to pray in the name of Jesus. May your peace dwell among them. And Father, whatever needs they have, you will always meet that need when they call upon you. You have promised, when we call, you will answer. Father, we shall call. We shall call today. We shall call tomorrow. We shall call in the future, O oh God. We shall call during the day. We shall call during the night. We shall call even when we are asleep, Lord. May we call, you up. May we call upon you even in our dreams, O oh King of glory. Father, we want to thank you. And as we continue to call upon you, you are promised to answer us. Thank you, Father. In this house, you will answer us. We give you praise and we give you glory. In Jesus' might and holy name we pray. Amen.